Elon Musk is king. He's king. He, we like Dogecoin. Dogecoin <laughs> to the moon. Ooh. Bitcoin. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin solves it. Bitcoin. 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 100,000. Bitcoin. 100 million. You're going to be rich. There. Are you, are you happy now? Are you happy? Just buy the dip. Just buy the dip. You so, do have to buy the dip. Elon Musk, I love him. He's so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. I just love him so much. He's going to save humanity. He's going to save humanity. Why are you mad at him? He is right. He is right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone broke Ben. Tesla, revolutionary. <laughs> Tesla, he, he. <laughs> Apple shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Emil, check it out. Check this out. <laughs> We're starting off on a on a good note. Uh, oh boy, that's gonna set the tone for the whole no, show. No, because we got stuff to talk. We have about. a lot We're to talk about. We're gonna be good this week. Check the disclaimer in the box, along with all the other stuff in the box. Check follow, out, follow us on stuff. Follow, there's stuff in the box that yeah. you're gonna want to check out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's get it out of the way. What Smash the like button. Smash the like. Smash buttons. it. Break your computer. Quit your job. Go rate us anywhere you can rate, rate us. Rate us, yeah. I on Spotify, Spotify just added a rating option. Yeah, and check it out. If you leave us a a, a good five star rating, we come into your room at night and kiss you. That's true. We give you a big kiss on the forehead. We five stars you, for a kiss. Yeah, a little pat and a kiss. That'll be my task for the week: is to come over and give He's, you a kiss. You're gonna have so many people to kiss. I'm gonna have so many people to kiss. Yeah, man. I hope I don't run out of time. I'm gonna be on get... Santa mode. Yep, you are Santa. At least you don't have anything to do on Christmas, though. No, I don't. I really don't. That is the thing. A lot of people don't know Santa Claus was Jewish. No, he wasn't. He's German. He's the uh, literally the opposite of Jewish. There was a lot of German Jews. There were. There were. But now where are they? If Santa Claus wasn't Jewish, how would he work on Christmas? Whoa. So. Dude, you just blew my. You'd have to be at home mind. with Mrs. Claus. That's true. And all yeah, of but those... nobody wants to be home with their wife, <laughs> right? Least of all Santa. And all those elves. I I was having uh I was having a meal with a friend down in Long Beach, and there was a guy walking down the street dressed as Santa, saying ho ho ho, and doing the whole thing and taking photos with people. And he said some weird stuff to to me and her. Like racist stuff. No, no not like racist stuff. Anti-Semitic. He just stuff? was. He just was. Uh, he said something about us having kids together. Just, you know, being an old guy. Oh, when you two have kids. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, like in his Santa voice? Yeah, like calm down, Santa. Jesus, God. Did you watch the uh, succession finale, man? Oh, I watched Spoilers. It. Don't, don't. If you got to fast forward, you fast forward now. Man, I can't believe they all died in that plane crash. <laughs> Before the first episode aired, we were joking about spoilers and we said everyone died on a plane crash. Uh -huh. And it is funny because everyone was... On a plane for most of that episode. In the finale? No, in the in first that, episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm wondering if we got anyone like, Jesus Christ, this plane is going to go down. I'm just glad that they didn't write COVID into the plot. Oh, great. So, such a relief. Because another HBO show I've been watching. Which is? And Just Like That. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched the, And Just Like That, too. The, the Sex and the of, City thing. It's so bad. The amount of times they bring up COVID, it's like, okay, we don't have to keep reminding us. Yeah. And if you're going to write it in... Don't have like no mask anywhere. They like act like it's completely done. Yeah. And that like a new variant isn't fucking raging on. It's, it's and they're weird. just like, whew, glad that's done. And then they have all these like, oh, another spoiler. It's all right. We already told them. But sure. all these people piling into a funeral, all these old people piling into a funeral. Yeah. Spreading Omicron all around oh, New yeah. York. Oh, <laughs> Omicron. It's blowing up in New York. Everyone's got Omicron. Everyone's got Omicron. I kind of want to get it just so I don't feel left out. I've been seeing memes of like Squidward. Looking out his window and seeing SpongeBob and Patrick playing, and, and it's like me without Omicron. And it's like my friends who all <laughs> have Omicron. Oh, boy. Hey, we also wanted to talk about, uh, you know, we here at the Trillionaire Mindset, episode 12, we read the comments. I, I enjoy reading them when they're positive, and when they're negative, I'm still like, yeah, well, you know, shut the hell up. Your opinion is wrong. But 
some people were saying that they want us to shut up about Elon Musk, which is sure, listen, we get it, but also shut we the wanna, fuck up. We want to shut up about Elon Musk. We do want to, but he needs to shut we up first. We wish he would just go to Mars already. Yeah, just go, go to Mars and give it a shot, pal. But look, it's a show called The Trillionaire Mindset. And he's he the... was just named Man of the Year. And look, <laughs> we, <laughs> we're happy for him, but he's the richest man in the world. He was yeah. Man of the Year. He does stuff. Yeah. We got to talk about and it And he dicks around on Twitter and he... he he really succeeds at what he does best, which is trolls, and he um, he's always in the news. So it's pertinent information that, that we can't help but not cover. And we try to stay as objective as possible about all things while inserting our very correct opinions about these things and so on and so forth. So if you don't like it, that's too bad. I'm sorry. but Also, if you feel the need to come to the defense of the richest man in the world. Yeah. Shut up. Check yourself. God damn. <laughs> Just he'll uh, be he'll be okay. He'll I be promise fine. You. He'll be fine. If we if us two morons, we make two fun mo- of him. is it we two we two morons? Look, we made a promise. We're never going to correct grammar on this podcast. I want you to correct my grammar if I get it wrong. Us two morons. Us we two, two morons. morons. <laughs> us two morons. We two morons. What song is that? I think it's from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the candle sings it. You know, a lot of people have also been asking about what's the deal. What's the deal with the koala? What the dog doing? <laughs> it's not a dog, but it's a koala. <laughs> the koala is, I think everyone gets it. It's the Gladys Berejiklian. Because she's, she's a koala killer, and I'm famously not. This is my, my best Because friend. you look like Gladys Berejiklian, also known as the koala killer, the politician from Australia that Australians hate. Yeah. And also, it was a means for you to touch the koala instead of the mic stand. Yeah, but now I just do both. Yeah, that's great. Good for you, pal. <laughs> uh, uh, so we got a we got a fun episode today. We do got we? a lot I to feel talk like about. It's pretty... I wanted to lead off. I'm I'm bummed out. I'm pissed off. There were there was a what happened? I don't know if it's because of the new Twitter CEO, but some conspiratorial minded people online would have you believe that this is something that is very intentional. And it kind of does make one scratch one's head and say, huh? Which is that they banned two pretty big Twitter accounts. The first one was Ghislaine Maxwell trial updates, which why would, I, I can't imagine that it would have violated any Twitter rules, but they, that one's, that's an interesting one. That's a head scratcher for me. And not even a head scratcher. It's just kind of like, I guess we all kind of collectively know and understand that there are some bad eggs out there. And boy, P.U. do bad eggs stink. And, well, and Ghislaine other, Maxwell. Wait, like, what was the other one? The other, the other one was the Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker. Right. And for those who are unaware, Nancy Pelosi is the current Democratic Speaker of the House. She is a very, very powerful politician. Nancy Pelosi and, I mean, so many people don't know. Some people don't know. They know Nancy. Nancy Pelosi, who's like a nine hundred years old. Not to be confused with Nancy Reagan, who is dead. AKA Dome game crazy. Dome game crazy. To quote, what's his name? Or Dome game beyond. <laughs> to quote William. Yeah. What was uh? What did he say? On Three Stooges mode. Yeah. Nyuk nyuk nyuk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, we all found out. I guess I didn't know. You had to fill me in that Nancy Reagan liked to slob on a knob from time to time, yeah. especially the entire executive team, the executive suite, rather, at MGM Studios. She sucked me off, too. She sucked you off, too? No. I will say, before, we are going to talk a little bit about insider trading. I do want to just get this out with the audience. Me and uh, Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein did have a thing in the 80s, but... I can see that. I'll still be an objective uh, commenter. Okay. You, you, there will be no conflicts of interest here. No. You will be objective. Things ended down. Despite you having apparently a threesome when you were a baby with two lady politicians. Okay. That's, that's going to be a hum from me to you, Emil. They were still probably so old in the 80s. Bruh. <laughs> I love the new soundboard. Uh, just, just so everybody's aware, I, I've got this. This is fart one. <laughs> Here's part two. <laughs> we got bras you just heard, and then there was what the dog doing. Um, <laughs> okay, that's probably all you're going to hear. But anyway, Nancy Pelosi, 
portfolio tracker. There's a meme on finance Twitter. or But I do think they were fucking around. Like, Ooh. so I think both of those accounts were fucking around. Right. They weren't just like on the up and up. They were so, kind of right Because I had to look it up. Uh-huh. They moved over to Gab. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a thing with them buying followers and Okay, breaking the rules. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, sure. But yeah, I, I I went over to Gab to check them out, which I don't know exactly what that is. But there was a lot of Gab is right wing free speech Twitter. I thought that was Parlor. Parlor is right wing free speech Twitter. Also, okay, yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, because it was a lot of like re gabbing Patriot One News and stuff like That's that. That's my trusted news source. <laughs> I I actually subscribe to Freedom Eagle. But yeah, it but... pissed it pissed us off when we first heard that they were shut down. Yeah. Well, there was a couple people who, so we we were jokingly talking about on the first episode mm-hmm. we ever did, and uh, some people had reached out to me and were like, "I started, I started following Nancy Pelosi's trade and and trading on whatever she's buying, and I'm up like twenty percent or whatever." So in the finance Twitter world, aka FinTwit, Nancy Pelosi is lauded as the best trader of all time because prior to 2012, with the Stock Act, which stands for Stop, you can do it. Stop trading on Congressional Knowledge. Yes. Stop trading on Congressional Knowledge Act passed in 2012. Prior to that, members of Congress could freely and legally trade on inside information. And what does that mean? It means information that they are privy to that we, the investing public, are not privy to. And they could enact uh, or execute trades, buying and selling of stocks based on that privileged information. How we went as a society as a nation up until that point blows my mind. Right. And for there were a couple big examples. There were some senators and members of Congress who liquidated all of their stocks after having private meetings with the the Secretary of the Treasury and, and the Fed chair at the time before the 2008 economic crisis. So that's a big example of them knowing before the rest of us did. Right. Got, were able to get out. But then Obama helped usher in this this stock act. You know what it was? It was a big it it actually came in the wake of a I think it was a sixty minutes article. About Pelosi. Yeah, she was part of it, but it was about congressional trading mm. in general. Yeah. So yeah, it's taken a long time. The first intri- I think the first insider trading rules were way back in the thirties when we had the Securities Exchange Act. Mm-hmm. And then and you know, even insider trading among corporate executives, directors and officers is still pretty commonplace unfortunately yeah but there was nothing on the books for congress people as you're saying yeah there's there's a, it's gotten a lot more mainstream and popular now but there are services that track unusual options activity so you'll suddenly see a, a huge swaths of call options go off meaning that you're someone out there thinks you know they're positioning it could be hedging but more often than not it's probably someone who knows something I can't tell you how many times you'll see massive options positions go off and then a week later, two weeks later, a month later, some news occurs and, you know, that person knew. Somebody always knows. That's that's the thing. Somebody always knows. And it's uh, it's frustrating because the Securities and Exchange Commission is woefully underfunded. They're st- stretched thin. They can't, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be trying not to burp this this episode. Or at least I'm going to keep them silent. But so in 2012, we got the, we got the Stock Act. Act and we fixed everything, right? Well, it's all sort good of. now. No, I'm, be, I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Emil. The whole, was, yeah. Well, it did kind of do something. It didn't. Well, it did in the how sense. Many, do you know how many people we've prosecuted under the Stock Act? None. Exactly. Z- zero. Do you think that's because they've just stopped breaking the law i think well they so they are no longer allowed to do that so they're they're not trading on privileged information but insider knowledge legally pertains to knowledge about specific companies so for example they couldn't if if nancy pelosi knew something knew that nvidia or knew that microsoft was about to receive some major pentagon contract she couldn't buy anything pertaining to Microsoft, right? Because it's specifically about Microsoft. But if there was legislation that generally affected, let's say, semiconductors, she could buy NVIDIA, no problem, because it doesn't pertain specifically to NVIDIA. Right. Insider well, knowledge is, is and I mean, one of yeah, the hardest, defined as individual stocks. One of the hardest things about this is that you have to prove 
that they actually traded on non-public yeah. information, yeah. right? And so what's to stop anyone from going, well, just reading the news and it seemed like yeah. a good time to buy. Yeah. Right? So you have to show they had an intent tr- to trade on this non-public information. Yeah, and not only that, but there was an article, I, I, I won't even bother calling it out or looking at, looking at it right now, but it, it just came out like yesterday as of this recording about how congressional staffers who are also, they're under the Stock Act, Part of the thing with the Stock Act was, I, I believe that before, they were still required to disclose their positions, but it was only once per year. You only had to do it once per year. Now but it's now 45 it's, days. Well, now it's 45 days after, I think, every trade. Mm-hmm. So if, oh, I think it's got to be over a certain limit. Um, gotcha. But n- like no one is... No one... Well, people are doing it, but here's the thing. Some... I can't remember if Business Insider or someone did this investigation into... Yeah, I mean, that's why we're talking about all this. People should go look this up. It's it's ongoing as we're... They've been working on this for, I think, five months. It's wild. This, they, this article about yeah, the staffers? The, the Insider... It's not just the staffers. So they they took, you know, like thousands of pages, looked through all these trades. It's wild. Well, and they, first of all, they had to access it, which was a big pain in the right. ass. They had to go... You can't get it online. Right. And that's by design. You have to go in person and like scroll through thousands of pages. And these people probably don't even know what they're necessarily looking at, but it's wild. Right. So it's not only the, uh, (laughs) we're going to have to take that away from you. (laughs) No, we're not. So it's not only the Congress members, it's their staff, too, who are obviously privy to a lot of information. Yes. Uh, And they're only required to... To do it after above a certain threshold, right? I Pay think scale, so. But there, it's not that. Oh yeah, I think if your salary is above one hundred thirty thousand or yeah. something like that. But people should look at this Business Insider. They've got this wild tracker. They've got all of Senate and the House of Representatives, and they're all green, yellow, or red. Green is solid; they're abiding by the Stock Act requirements. Yellow is they're in danger of violations, and red is that they are actively violating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's insane. Um, There's plenty of of Congress people who have not been keeping up and have been filing late and there's no repercussions. What are they going to do? Turn themselves oh, yeah. in? They, I think the penalty is like a $200 fine. It's absurd. Right. The fine is not going to affect however much they're making on no. these things. Uh, but it's wild. If you look at, you know, the stuff that these Congress members are holding, so they... They relate it back to, you know, the committees these people are sitting on, the stuff they're saying in the news. So you have you have people who are actively railing against you have like Democratic lawmakers actively railing against fossil fuel industry and stuff. And they can they've been looking at their holdings and they're like, okay, well, they hold a bunch of fossil fuel companies. There's people, you know, talking about how Facebook's too powerful and they're invested in it. You have people who are supposed to be making decisions about uh, foreign policy and they hold defense contracting stocks. Yeah, there's the amount of corruption and money in politics and outside influence at this point is so overwhelming. It just feels sad. Like, where do you even... These are the people who are supposed to make the laws that govern everybody and... To, and themselves and I mean even the stock act they're saving face by passing it but then they're barely even abiding by it and let's be honest there's obviously rules around it and well also you can abide by the stock act and still be doing shady shit right I think like Nancy Pelosi is in the green she I mean and Nancy Pelosi doesn't trade herself she has her husband it's her husband that's what's funny and, about the the fintwit meme is that Everybody also knows that it's her husband doing all of it. So every time it comes up, she's like, well, I don't even know about it. It's like yeah. my husband. And I'm sure they don't talk about this stuff. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that they don't. That's on, <laughs> yeah. No. On the up and up. No. Yeah. But I'm sure she's very good about the rules. She reports when she has to report. and But no one's doing anything. It doesn't fucking matter. Sure. Right? She knows she's not going to get into any trouble. She just was asked the other day, do we have that tweet? Nancy Pelosi on December 15th was asked... Should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? And this was Pelosi's response. Madam Speaker, uh, Insider just completed a five-month investigation finding that 49 members of Congress and 182 senior congressional 
staffers have violated the Stock Act, um, the insider trading law. I'm wondering if you have any reaction to that, and secondly, should members of Congress and their spouses be banned from trading individual stocks while serving in Congress? No, I don't know to the second one. Um, any, uh, we have a responsibility to report in the stock, uh, on the stock, but I don't, I'm not familiar with that five-month review, but if the people aren't reporting, they should be. Because this is a free market and people, we are a free market economy, they should be able to participate in that. We have a okay, free so market economy. Yeah. But also, could there, you're talking about a free market economy when you're talking about lawmakers who are making decisions on this stuff, buying and selling yeah. stocks. It's deeply frustrating. Based on this. The, this is, uh, it's unacceptable. I mean, there's, we need so much change in in who is running the country and who's making the laws. First of all, it's it's really easy to implement the next well, thing. Well, where are the laws going to go? So we're, we're hoping that they will make new laws to govern themselves right. to not allow this to happen. They should all be in the... They, I, I agree. She should be able... <clears throat> lawmakers should be able to participate in it. They should just not be able to participate in it actively. They should have their assets put into blind trusts, meaning that they don't know what's going on in it. Somebody else is managing it. Somebody else is taking care of that entirely so that they are free to make policy, implement policy, uh, write laws wherein there is no possible conflict of interest where they are only serving the people of the United States and not their own portfolios. Right. And I find it incredibly hard to believe. I'm so tempted to press that bra button, but I'm not going to press it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I find it incredibly hard to believe that these people aren't at least considering their own portfolios and and wallets when they're making laws. And partly because there's of lobbying. Course. I mean, there's so much fucking money in politics. One of the most insane ones, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of this got attention right when the pandemic hit because there was four senators. I forget who, it was Kelly Loeffler, Richard Burr, Dianne Feinstein was one of them. I forget who the other one was, but I'm sure everyone will remember there was a big controversy because they were briefed i think in february of 2020 mm -hmm. about this dangerous virus spreading what was the virus called i think it was something like coronavirus no. <clears throat> you probably haven't heard of it no but they sold me, off a bunch of stocks i think richard burr started selling off or, or his brother-in-law started selling off stocks so they're like you know they're tipping everyone off uh and you know all the while we have no idea what's going on uh, and then all so they were able to get out before the big rug pull. Right. But then, you know, there was a bunch of other Congress members who were buying stuff like telemedicine stocks. Mm -hmm. um, Amazon. Pelosi's husband bought a ton of uh, Amazon call options. Amazon stocks. Like made a million dollars. St stuff like worth related stuff related to work from home. Yeah. Um, pharmaceuticals, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the big problems. You, you have these people holding Moderna, J&J, &J, Pfizer, people who, other, other treatments, people who make PPE stuff, and they're making decisions on all this stuff. I, like, that's, this all comes back to this profit motive in politics. And honestly, if you could remove that, I think when we're talking about vaccine disinformation and stuff, mm -hmm. removing that profit motive would make it so much harder to spread because that's honestly, and look, I'm not, you guys do whatever you want about the vaccine. Talk to your doctor. I have no fucking idea. I'm not a public health expert. But when people talk about who stands to make money and you have the you have the Pfizer CEO telling everyone they need to get the booster, it's the only thing that works, it's pretty fucking sketchy. And you have, it is. you know, Congress members refusing to do anything about releasing vaccine IP so we can vaccinate the world and we're all not going to get shoved back into our homes. Yeah. that's That's been the biggest annoyance with me is the fact that we're not... You would think that in this modern age, we would spread that recipe far and wide for free, distribute it out there, and not only that, but have readily available, cheap, easy testing to every. Oh, God. Yeah, don't even get us started. But I mean, this, this, I've this, seen that fucking clip of Jen Psaki so many times. Oh yeah, no, don't, we're not gonna. Ugh. These these effing politicians, these old. Excuse me here, but they're old. They're ancient. That's the worst part. Watching That's the worst part. Is fucking... these people? They're 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 setting 
policies that are going to be in place for long after they're dead, do you really think that they're our best interests are at mind? Here's what I'm proposing. Okay, I'm not saying that we should model it after the movie Midsummer, where the old people get kicked off of a cliff at age 72. Is it 72? I never saw it. Oh, oh, you didn't? I read also, the Wikipedia page. In, in the movie Scary Midsummer, movie, me. you know, they're, they they make the movie out to be like a big mushroom trip nightmare in the middle of uh, of wherever they are, Scandinavian, some Scandinavian country, and and in this society, in this little culture that they've got. The old people ceremonially get booted off of a cliff at the age of 72 so that they're not a burden anymore to anyone. That's the whole point? Like, you, you can, come on, you can kill them easier than that. You don't have to jump off a effing cliff. Come on. Did you see the new euthanasia pod? That thing is so sleek. It's so sick. <laughs> and it it's makes... scary looking. You look at it. There's you're the, like, I want to get in that in, thing. I think it was Sweden. There, there's this new it's euthana- Switzerland. Switzerland. There's a new, it's a euthanasia pod. Where if you are ready to die, you you're you've been doctor approved. This guy can kill himself. You get into this, yeah. Look a three D printed pod inflames the ins- assisted suicide debate. This, the pod known as Sarco. The problem is, kids are gonna want to get in that thing. Oh, and, that thing and looks play so fun. What does this button do? And what happens is and you press a button. It gives and you it, the big sleep. It gives you the big sleep. It, it displaces the oxygen in in the air with nitrogen, which is an inert gas that you cannot obviously function on and the idea is that you just fall asleep and then die if i did it and i like really wanted to die right as i pressed the button because you, you see how people can watch you peacefully pass away yeah I was oh yeah like, Help! <laughs> <laughs> and then i would go oh just kidding Whoa, sleepy and then yeah you know, one one last goof for my friends and family. it's so tempting like if i were to come across that thing it's almost like standing on the edge of a cliff and the little voice and in your brain goes, jump. Off. Oh, yeah. You're, you're standing there and you're like, oh, the forbidden button. I want to press the forbidden button. So you just What is that thing? That voice? Apparently it's like everyone has it. I thought it was like a unique thing. but It's when the you masculine are... urge to press a button. No, no, no. When you're standing <laughs> no, at the cliff. Uh, I don't know what that is. Some it's might wild. say that's the devil, son. Maybe. That's the devil tempting you. Would you make a deal with the devil? Definitely. I would make a deal, and I would just really go over that agreement with a fine-tooth comb and make sure he's not fucking me. He's going to fuck you. He's the devil. Yeah, but maybe I can outsmart the devil. But I also don't believe in him, so... In the devil? Yeah. I'd say, do whatever you want, pal. You won't see me in hell. I I sure hope hell doesn't exist. It seems like a really unfair deal. You know, you fuck up a few times, and then, well... For the rest of time. Well, I think you gotta. You don't just fuck up a few times to go. Yeah. Well, what if you do? Here's a here's a quandary. What if you lived a <laughs> totally, you know, uh, relatively, you you passed with like eighty percent life, good, eighty percent good. You gotta be in the grade of life. You okay. get what I'm saying? But just before you die, you set up a trap. You set up like a a, a hole in the ground with some spikes in it, and cover it over with some brush. And long after you die, with the intent, you set it up with the intent to kill someone if they happen to walk over it. And long this after better you, be worth it. What's going? Long after you die, a group of Boy Scouts <laughs> walks yeah, walks that's... over and they fall and they die on the spikes. You caused their death intentionally. You murdered right. those people. So, look, but you're already dead in no, heaven. No. Would you be in heaven chilling, no. eating, a, eating no, some pudding, and then you get in life? You had the intention to kill someone. That's a bad person. So you would go to hell because of that? Yeah. But nobody actually died yet. They what, only what die after you die. What are you like a philosophy student in college? Like, yes, get I walk out of here. I just I, I felt like that was an interesting <laughs> debate topic. We should ask Nancy Pelosi what she thinks since she's close to death anyway. These uh, these ghouls. That's man. the thing. I don't get it. They've won. Seeing these, it drives me crazy. Like seeing Nancy Pelosi tell everyone that, like, oh, it's perfect. Like you've won. Just go away. I can't believe they still are. Tra- they've got their nails in their office. They will. You'll have to drag them out. Yeah. The like. How old is Diane Feinstein? She's fucking eighty-eight. She's she was so she, she was, was born before the first. Securities Exchange Act in 1934. Yeah, because she was born in 33. Well, actually, the first act was 1933. Fuck you, Ben. Point stands. (laughs) Dianne Feinstein, born in 1933. This woman is 88 damn years old. She's doing policy on climate change. She needs to do policy on diaper change, my man. (laughs) Bruh.
She needs to do policy on diaper change. <laughs> this is fucking you, crazy. Do I bet she would. Do you think she wears diapers? I don't know. I know she's like there. There are big rumors that she's fully gone, <laughs> and her staffers are making her. Yeah. Like like fully filling in for her and. You know, making sure she doesn't do anything wow. stupid. Remember during the Amy, because I think she's on the committee to for judicial stuff when Amy Cummy Barrett was trying to get. I thought you confirmed. said Amy Cummy Barrett. <laughs> What's it called? But she was just, you know. Sorry. I forget. I mean, I haven't seen it in so long, but she was just like, "You're so pretty and put together." Ugh. <laughs> You're very smart. Yeah, these people. There should be. Not only should there be. What's that? What's that called? Term limits. You shouldn't be able to be a senator for a fucking life. There should be age limits, much like there are pilots. If we can't trust a seventy-year-old to fly a commercial airliner, we shouldn't entrust them to lead the damn country. It's it, cr- if you saw Diane Feinstein getting into a car, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" I'm calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, but would. she's making fucking huge policy decisions, yeah. and she's so rich. That's the thing: is what are you still doing? What are you right? You what are you won, doing, baby? You won. you won. You're spiking the football. Stop. You won. It fucking sucks. I mean, and look, they're, they're, it's so intensely fucked up. Like, it's not just the the insider trading, which I mean, they are great at. I think we forgot to mention, but there was it was. I think I saw at least two studies. One was UCLA. The other one was like a Georgia State University thing. It was two separate studies. They both found that <clears throat> for like decades, the uh, Congress people have been beating the market by 12%. Well, of course they've been beating the market. <laughs> yeah, but but beyond that, you know, they get access to these things. There's this story about Nancy Pelosi. They get access to, you know, special IPOs and stuff. I think there was a big um, credit card regula- regulation that was supposed to be brought to and, the floor. And Visa let Nancy Pelosi and her husband in on this IPO. 5,000 shares, I believe. Yeah, time. they made like $100,000 in a day. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But look, guys, next year is an election year. So what we need to do is vote. Everyone vote. I'm just kidding. That's never going to... Hey, look, it, everyone's like, oh, there's this big divide. It is nice to finally see some bipartisan, uh, you know, them come together. I'm not bipartisan. I'm only into girls, so... Really good. Really good. <laughs> Thanks. No, but they've... The, 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 the Democrats and... Rep- if you, you guys should look it up because you can see every lawmaker and it it, it does appear that um, the Democrats and Republicans are very willing to reach across the aisle to uh, fuck over American people. They are... They're- <laughs> yeah, they really... Uh, it, it, I, I'm really tired of this place. I'm really tired of these people. It's it's very disheartening to live in America right now. Well, it's only going to get better. Reasons. I think. Yeah, no, it's only going to get better from yeah, here. <laughs> I think we've just got to vote. Yeah, no, you and definitely. It is voting. reassuring that someone like AOC vote as hard as you can. That was, I mean, I'll tell you what, I got a lot of respect. For so it. her AOC's thing is, she was asked if she owns any crypto, and she said no because it would be a conflict of interest for me to own something on which I am supposed to be implementing. Policy. Yeah, here's her tweet. It is absolutely ludicrous that members of Congress can hold and trade individual stocks while in office. The access and influence we have should be exercised for the public interest, not our profit. It shouldn't be legal for us to trade individual stock with the info we have, period. That's it. End of discussion. I hope that she is capable of of pushing, pushing through meaningful legislation that takes care of this. Because imagine, imagine what the country would look like if... Go all the way back to like 1930. If money hadn't been in politics since then, we'd probably be in a goddamn utopia. You Los think Angeles so? would have Los Angeles would have a thriving uh, public transit system because Firestone and and Standard Oil and GM and Ford would not have lobbied to do what they did. They wouldn't have acquired legally the public transit systems and then dismantled them within 90 days and then given us freeways. Yeah, it's it's really sure. It's we like, just watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What of it? Wait, that's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. All of Who Framed Roger Rabbit is about the streetcars. And you just said Who Framed Raw Rabbit. <laughs> you said Raw Rabbit. Rip <laughs> Don't rip that out. Don't do it. Uh, and we. <laughs> You're so cute. Wait, you don't have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes, it's I actually just the, watched it like well, the first twenty minutes, fucking over the streetcars and stuff. Huh. It's terrible. Oh yeah, because yeah, I do remember. There's a scene where he's the the guy comes up in a streetcar in Los Angeles. Yeah, but 
It's, uh, yeah, so I, but I think that was a, I think that started because she was asked on an Instagram live if she owns any Bitcoin. Yeah. And AOC said, no, there's like, we could be developing regulation for Bitcoin. I can't hold it. Yeah. Um, and she can't ponder that orb. Really good. She sure can't. We can ponder the, that orb. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just the best. I love I but, love that. And then she related to stocks. It's nice to hear, you know, one person. Yes. But I'll tell you what, I I have not seen um I don't think I've seen one member of Congress retweet that and be like, "Yes, I agree." Yeah, because they're all everybody's selfish. Everybody uh, wants to make money and Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know I mean, this is just depressing because I don't think anything's going to change. I think, I mean, I, I'm curious to see what's going to keep coming out because they, I think they said it was like over 10 days they're going to keep drop because this was a huge business insider has been working on this for, uh, long for, time. I think like five months. And so they've got, um, a ton of stuff coming out, but I mean, well, people don't care. P- people don't care because they don't know. And also what are they going to do? Vote. What, yeah. But vote, vote for who? Nancy Pelosi's a Democrat. She's one of the leading Democrats. Ben, you just got to vote blue no matter who, buddy. God, damn. That's how we fix this thing. I, You know, maybe we, it is time. Maybe we might end up being politicians, pal. You never know. I don't think Wouldn't so. Wouldn't it be fun if... if if? That's the thing. <laughs> it's a horrible job. Why do these people... They're so old. But it would be... Why do you want it? It Imagine would be being... a good job if there wasn't money in politics where you could go in and actually make a big difference. Imagine being 80 years old uh-huh. and being so rich... Like a hundred million dollars rich. Yeah, like still, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, and still being like, no, I, I still want to do this and have people just like shout at me and call me names and like tell me I'm a fucking idiot online. It's because she needs access to, to, sickos. Bl- to blood, virgin blood or whatever. Maybe that is it. There is something going on. Man. Nancy They're Pelosi sickos. was really hot when she was. Was she? Yeah. I knew. Very pretty. Me, Nancy, and Diane in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Again, the three-way that you I had. I had a 1983 Mercedes SL. We would put the top down. Diane Did you ever drive an 83 Mercedes? Diane in the back. <laughs> Wait, did you drive an 80, 83 Mercedes ever? No. Oh, I drove an 82 Mercedes diesel. I drove a 91 <laughs> SL. Cool cars. Like them. They are. I'll tell you what. The You know who started Mercedes? Hitler. No, he didn't. Mercedes was around way before that. I think Mercedes was the very first auto manufacturer ever. I think. Who started it? I don't know. John, Why'd you John, ask me like you knew? <laughs> John Mercedes. No, Hitler helped start Volkswagen. People wagon. That's what it's called. And Porsche, right? Uh, I think Porsche was around before before that. Oh. Man, my dream car is a Porsche. Ugh. We both love Porsches. Yeah. Old Porsches. Yeah. 64. Greatest car. 64 if you Super look Coupe. Up, if you look up, a, they haven't changed that much. They made a perfect car. Yes. And, you know, it's been updated through the years, but they look pretty similar. Yes. It's never like, look at other old cars. They have these weird years in the 80s and stuff. Porsches were always sick. Porsches are always cool. I love them. Anyway, you know who else was doing some insider trading that pissed me the fuck off? Oh, gosh. We didn't even fucking talk about... The Fed. The The Fed. Fed. Dude, this is... I'm going to have a fucking... (laughs) What? (laughs) So, so uh, yeah, the the Fed had some some insider trading things, and what's what's funny and frustrating about this is they I upon reading about it they were acting within their legal right in terms of what they were disclosing and what they were able to do, but it just looks bad. That's the thing. A lot of these things end up being legal, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's right and that or yeah. good or you know moral. Yeah. Or, Means it should be that, like, th- yeah. something needs to change. And I think the fact that, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but these people who were making these gigantic trades, I think it was the Fed cha- the Fed president of Dallas and Boston, Boston. branches. Yeah. And millions of dollars worth. Millions of dollars worth. And then they. While they, they are, you know, these guys were setting economic policy yeah. during a fucking huge downturn. One of them was, uh, I can't remember which one, Kaplan, I think. The, that Fed president, but he traded, he bought a whole bunch of stuff literally the day before Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, came out and announced their sweeping 
support of of the markets, which essentially was the bottom of the market, and then it essentially doubled from there. Um, and so when that came to everybody's attention about a month or two ago, they resigned in shame. They basically said, "Look, it wasn't illegal, and it wasn't." It was we were within our rights, but because we know that it looks bad, we're just going to go ahead and step right. down, and we're going to liquidate everything. It's like okay, cool. Even they Good know it's thank fucked you. up. Like, and they they know that they can now retire into relative obscurity, and nobody's going to know who they are, and they just they have all their money. And I'm not saying maybe they were, maybe they are telling the truth, maybe they were trades that were done on a schedule because a lot of these wealthy people they have systems in place to automatically execute certain trades to rebalance their portfolios for example but it's just you know it's not the best looking timing it's fucking disgusting <laughs> but so jerome powell did announce new regulations in the wake of yes uh in the wake of the scandal you gotta give credit. for the i guess i mean i, I don't know so i mean i think he ended up prohibiting holding certain securities i think he put in new why are you laughing <laughs> I was just thinking about pressing the fart button. Just leave it alone. We're know, talking about insider trading at the Fed. This am, is a very serious I'm sorry. thing. <laughs> it's just such a funny We're going to have to take it away from no, you. No, no, no. We're not. We're not. It's fine. Go on. I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> you go. Don't. Did he take it away? Oh, it's deactivated. Amazing. Sorry. Thank no, you. you were saying that Powell did implement. Oh, right. Implement so he's like prohibiting holding certain securities. I think he instituted a disclosure period. Uh, but again, you know, we did that with the Stock Act and Congress people were just like, well, no one's enforcing these things, so. It should be, uh, I'm trying to think of a good acronym. Feds aren't really trading. Fuck you. Oh, you're such a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what that stands for? Yeah. I, what does yeah. it stand for? Fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it stands for. It is really for. annoying that Congress always has to have a fucking acronym I know. for- can you look up what the Patriot Act stands for? It fucking stands, stands for, for something. It's so annoying. Protecting President Americans tomorrow. It oh, providing, providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. <laughs> oh, the oh, congressional I, I staffer who came up with that. I was so proud of. I himself. bet they felt so good. Yeah. Oh, it works. It works. Patriot works. George Bush was like, "It needs to be the Patriot Act." Yeah. That might have been more Clinton. Providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. No, it wasn't. It was it was uh, Bush. No, no, no. My impression. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That was. I know who was in office when nine eleven happened. You know, I'm a big nine eleven head. I'm a huge nine eleven head. We can't talk about nine eleven. Sure, we can. <laughs> uh, so hey, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Are we done with history? Are we 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 hit everything yeah, on we, insider we're at trading? Yeah, we the forty-three minute mark. 40, Our thoughts on insider minutes? trading. It's bad. it's bad. Wait, wait, let's do it at the same time. Our, Our thoughts, thoughts on insider trading, trading is bad. It's no, not good. Honestly, we're all Unless fucked. we're the insiders and we have information that's privileged and we can make millions of dollars off of it. <laughs> Would you act on inside information if you had it? If yes. you knew that you weren't going to get caught and someone said, hey, buddy, we got this new, the, these new blue chews that are going to hit the market and it's going to be huge for, you know, XYZ biotech. You got to get in on this train, I'm telling you. And I'm sitting there licking my lips. I've got blue stuff all over my mouth, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, I just learned what blue chews are today. They're dick pills. Yeah, and I'm rock hard. Uh-huh, what's it going to be? <laughs> what would you say? I can't hear all the blood rushed away from my ears. Uh, I can't hear anything. I tried one of those one time, like like gas station pills, when I was like 19. It gave me a, it gave me a headache. It, you, you feel your blood pressure. You know when you turn on a hose... And you can just feel the pressure raging through that hose. Okay. That's what it was like throughout my body. It was just like, God, my veins are always like open. And I had sex, and then I, I, I was still ready, and I couldn't pee. It was hard. Damn. It was. It was hard. Okay, so you're offering me some blue chew information. <laughs> yeah. Would you act on it? Yes. Okay. Well. <sighs> so. Wait. Look. So here's the real. Obviously, insider insider trading is very bad, but it's but also pretty cool. No, and <laughs> <laughs> everyone is doing it, and it's horrible. And like executives and officers of corporations are getting rich off it. But we were all talking about this point of it's 
it's even more insidious when you're talking about Congress members doing it because they're not only using this information to make money off of it. Yes. They're using their position as public officials to, cre- to create legislation that could make them even more money. Yes. It's fucking wild. It is wild that it's... I, I'm going to try my best to phrase it. We are in a new era where we're more interconnected than ever, and it, it's kind of adjacent to like the Me Too-ish thing, the Me Too era, where things that otherwise would have just kind of been swept under the rug aren't anymore. And they're, once they're in the, the, the public discourse, it feels like, okay, now this time is different and things actually change, you know? I will say that's one thing I do actually like about social media, Twitter, especially there is a lot of good people who are, it's like, it, it's, it's got to suck being Jen Psaki right now. She is the press secretary for Joe Biden's administration and she has to go out every day and she says these things. And you know, before Twitter, you would just go out and you'd be like, ah, here's a bunch of lies, like shut up, print it, whatever. Yeah. But now literally she goes out and then like an hour later, all of Twitter is just like, why the fuck you lying? <laughs> but it's yeah it's you know see that's how you gotta use it when you got a little yeah no you're right it is nice feeling like a little bit of control when you're being gaslit sure constantly by people in power and you can at least see like no they're fucking lying to you it reminds me of when i was a kid you know 11 12 13 and i would get in fights with my brothers like not physical fights, but big arguments. And then I would go, we would go to sleep and then the next day just pretend like it never happened. It just, it just sleep, just the night just washed everything clean and we never had to talk about it again. And it was just, but then as you get older, you have fights and suddenly you wake up the next day and you got to actually deal with it and confront it like adults and human beings with real emotions and you got to communicate. And it feels like the same thing with, Technology getting more and more, interconnecting us more and more. You can't just have scandals like this happen and everybody just kind of collectively is like, well, I guess someone will do something about it and that's kind of bad. It's like a, hey, we all see this, right? This shit's not good. I think that's why everyone's so insane right now. Yeah, because there's so much bad shit that we're now all (laughs) hyper aware of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has collectively lost their fucking minds. They know we're being lied to on a daily basis and it's just like... What like of, and everything that is there are so many things that are true that are fucking insane yeah. that make you lose your mind that when people believe in disinformation I'm like well it's not that crazy to think sure that they would do that they've done some fucking absolutely banana shit oh yeah I mean look at the just the just on the topic of Pfizer and whatnot look at the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma the ones who pushed fentanyl on the entire country right for and profit they just get like complete immunity probably it's <laughs> what a joke what a joke we should uh, i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say what we should do i'm not gonna suggest anything i'm just gonna let your imagination you know i don't know crypto corner beep boop beep whatever the sound pl- thing is we got we had there was some fun uh what? We need some fun after that. Yeah, we do. Jesus, and look, some yeah. people were, you know, as we say, we read the comments and uh, people were saying, hey, can you guys talk about some of the good aspects of crypto? So here we are. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel so frustrated by you fucking crypto people because we come on here and we try to be as fair and objective as possible and say, look, we acknowledge that there are positives to it and there are use cases for it and blockchain technology is revolutionary and blah, blah, blah. But... Uh, there are problems with it that that is part of the the, 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 the mass adoption of it. And then all you crypto people go is like, oh, you guys keep talking trash. Why don't you talk about the good stuff? Just shut the fuck up. God damn. You know why? Because I'm mad that I didn't get Bitcoin. We are no coin bitches. We're Elon no, Musk okay, yeah, you got our it. Girlfriends. You got it. We are what? no coin bitches. What did you say about fucking our girlfriend? Elon Musk fucked our girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. God damn. Elon Musk is king. He's king. He we like Dogecoin. Dogecoin <laughs> to the moon. Ooh. Bitcoin. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin solves it. Bitcoin Bitcoin, Bitcoin 100,000. Bitcoin 100 million. You're going to be rich. 
There, are you, are you happy now? Are you happy? Just buy the dip. Just buy the dip. You so, do have to buy the dip. Elon Musk, I love him. He's so funny. <laughs> He's so fucking funny. I just love him so much. He's going to save humanity. He's going to save humanity. Why are you mad at him? He is right. He is right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone broke back. Tesla, revolutionary. <laughs> Tesla, he, he. <laughs> <laughs> I gave I gave Ben a blue chew in the car and he's all hopped up. Uh, yeah. Whoa, boy. So Coinbase. <laughs> oh boy, now I got the giggles. Coinbase and Coinbase. Can I say one thing? Sure. Just one. Before you talk about this. Sure. What you got? The amount of people who say. Okay, you're gonna. You're not gonna be the mics. Not gonna be able to pick up what you're. The saying. amount of people who say that. They went who they were audio listeners only, and uh-huh. then they go to watch us, uh-huh. and they think my voice is going to be yours, and your voice is going to be mine. I can try to do your voice. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just interesting. I yeah. wonder why that is. I don't know. Maybe huh. I look like I would have a nice voice, and you look like you would have a Muppet voice. Muppet voice. Something to think about. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to do your an impression of you. I don't. Yeah, think please I don't. I think it's gonna yeah. be hurtful. <laughs> it wouldn't be hurtful. Uh, so, so anyway, this week Coinbase and Coin Market Cap had a fun little glitch that made a bunch of uh, crypto people totally horny because it showed that suddenly they had millions and millions of dollars. It showed Ethereum was worth you know two twenty million dollars a coin. Hell yeah! And it's, and whatnot, and it fucked with the chart. Maybe Coinboys, Coin Coinbase just traveled to the future, saw what it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm I'm sure that there were people on Reddit who were like, "This is actually a sign. This is a sign. This is this is a glitch that they they accidentally showed us what's to come. This is what's real. This is what could really happen." Well, you know, sure. one of the funniest okay. posts I did see was uh, it was like it was on crypto Reddit, and it was like it was called support group for all the people who told their families to get into crypto over thanksgiving oh yeah because then it <laughs> dropped yeah and all those people are and now they have family members being like what the fuck yeah i'm just surprised that there are that many people out there who are capable of because crypto can be if you've ever set up a wallet before and done it gives you your seed phrase and stuff it can be a little daunting to to the non-tech savvy among us yeah, good for you for convincing your family. You know what my uncle said at Christmas? I, ju- I wasn't even talking about crypto. Know, I just was telling him about my dad. And he said, shut up, Emil. I was trying to make it so that you said, you know what my uncle said? What the dog doing? <laughs> but, yeah, but I was off on my own thing. Yeah, I know. So your your uncle told you to shut up? Yeah, no, it was your a joke. Your uncle doesn't like you. It was a joke, but you missed it because you were playing with that. Sorry. It was good. I'll, I'll hear it when we launch the episode. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You always tell me, like, oh, I missed that thing you said. <laughs> And yeah. now you have a little gadget. I, I feel like your wife who just, uh, you've got a new plaything, and you don't care about this me. This is my orb, and I'm constantly pondering it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, you had oh, a- Oh, yeah. I had a question for you. You I do. do. Hit me. So <clears throat> I've been watching. I'm very, I'm, I'm not invested <clears throat> per se, but I'm very curious about what's going to happen with Bitcoin because- I think it was last December where it had its big shoot up. I think it was like it doubled basically. Mm-hmm. And people were talking, they started talking 100K by the end of the year. Sure. So I've been keeping my eye on it and I'm watching the chart. <clears throat> and I know you're the freaking charts guy. I like them. And I've been wondering if you have, if you can glean any insight from reading a crypto chart in the way you can a stock chart. Or is it just, is it too volatile? Is it too <laughs> unpredictable to even. A little bit of both. Find trends there. I would say a little bit of both. You can, so for those of you who don't know, a chart is just the price action visualized. It's the, across any kind of time frame, daily, weekly, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, four hours. Um, and it's meant to show you where, if you can, you can glean where people are likely to buy and where people are likely to sell, supports and resistances. And you can kind of see if you imagine it like an auction, and you've got the auctioneer going, "Hey, going a hundred, and people are bidding a hundred. What the fuck is this guy saying? What the fuck? <laughs> he's saying, Did you hear him? He's saying a hundred, a hundred, and people are bidding, and then he ups it to one hundred one, and people kind of stop bidding. So he brings it down to a hundred, and people then kind of aren't bidding as much. So then he's got to drop it down to ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, and people who were doing a hundred are now like, "Oh fuck, I'm underwater by one dollar," and <clears throat> 
that charts just visualize that. And you can kind of tell where people, oh, Jesus Christ, this is a dumb answer. I feel like a big dumb idiot. Yeah. Yes. To answer your question, yes, you can. And volatility does play. <clears throat> well, a, so a for part. example, I've been watching with the, I've, I've pulled it out to see, you know, kind of a year and then gone back even further. <clears throat> and it's, you know, we are seeing those lower lows right now than we have been seeing. But, but only recently it, right. uh, in and that it's like, time frame. So and if you it's zoom funny out. But, and that's what made me want to ask you because when I was looking back and it's like, damn, well, that's happened before and it's fucking shot way higher than anyone could have ever expected. Sure. So I'm just curious if that... Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It, and the thing about charts that's kind of cool and magical is the fact that the more people use them, the more likely it is that those levels are going to hold true. If everybody sees, oh man, there's a nice big support level... The last time Bitcoin was at 40,000, for example, was nine months ago. Holy shit. So it's probably <clears throat> likely that it's going to bounce when it hits that level that was last. I think it's going to jump because yeah. it does seem to work in this cycle. But I could be wrong. Do not buy Bitcoin based off of this. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, that right. goes without saying. Yeah. Read the disclosure, whatever. An interesting uh, thing to me about Bitcoin that I wish to God I had considered years ago, that I only considered... The, the orb that I'm pondering with this is the supply. Because when it comes down to it, it's basic supply and demand. And when there's very little supply, demand can and does skyrocket, especially in the case of something like Bitcoin, where there's only 21 million. Excuse me if I get this wrong. No, I think you're right. 21, 21 million. million Bitcoins that there only will ever be 21 million. That's not a lot. Like, even if that's a stock, that's a tiny stock. The, the amount of shares to go around, that's pretty small. Like, Apple's got billions of shares out there. Google, they all right, have billions of shares. but you can also buy smaller portions. Sure, that is true. I think true. they're called Satoshis. Satoshis are the smallest unit. Right. Which is like point zero zero zero. So it is a little different. It, it is and it isn't because that's why the price is able to go so high. That's why it's able to sustain a price move to like 60000 Right. Because there's only, there's such a finite amount and it's a global thing so it's not like a an american only stock where you know someone it's going to be a little bit harder to buy it if you're in a foreign country but, this so is couldn't they potentially it. almost do something that would act like a split where and i don't know manipulate the, the yeah there's things the called, value of a satoshi there is there there have been events called forks because i imagine again, they're going to have to plan for that if they want this to be established as a currency and that's what's confusing to me 21 is, million bitcoins what's everyone going to do have that's not even enough for every person exactly yeah that's what the that's what so people that's say. i think where satoshi's come in well right but yeah if if well we never talked about it but remember the uh just because we keep saying satoshi oh sorry i know we're just both i feel like right there we were both just on slightly different things go ahead go you ahead. saw the the case where they were trying people were paying attention because they thought that the identity of uh satoshi might come out Yes. It, we, it was weird seeing just a white guy in a suit yeah. being, and them thinking that could be Satoshi. I don't know. In my mind, it was always like a time crisis villain. That's who Satoshi was. I read a theory that it was this computer scientist who passed away from ALS who was a big, he was, a, he was part of some group called like the Cypherpunks in the early 90s. Just a tried and true real programmer guy who really believed in, who was super libertarian and believed in like a free and open internet that was truly decentralized and he had fucked around with uh, digital money because digital money, uh, Bitcoin wasn't the first. There was like digital gold, I think was the, the first uh, kind of foray into it. The, 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 the Sony mini disc to um, Bitcoin's iPod, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah. I loved mini discs. They were so cool. They were kind of cool. I used them for a little bit. Yeah, I did too. Total pain in the ass to to use though, uh, so yeah, we, we the crypto corner, you know, we had that, but <clears throat> that thing happened. Speaking of charts, I wanted to just mention just because they're meme stocks, but GameStop recently hit a six month low. So there's a chart example where okay, the last time the price was at this level was six months ago. That's a good, that's a good risk reward level to just like kind of say okay. Is it going to hold here, or is this the start of it actually kind of unwinding? Same thing with AMC, since they're kind of related. They're part of the same meme stock basket. It broke $30 for the first time since May. And it just cracks me up because several months ago, my friend Larry, again, Larry, hey, Larry. 
Hey, buddy. Ben's doing shout-outs again. He sent me <clears throat> he sent me a video of this jack-off on YouTube who made one of these videos where it's like, could AMC go to $100,000 per share? And it's like a 20-minute video where he lays out all of the... I didn't even watch the whole... Okay, I, full disclosure, that was me in the video, but I was heavily invested in AMC It was time. not. It was not you. But he sends it to me and he goes, is the, or maybe it wasn't him, maybe it was another friend. Either way, someone sent me the video and asked me, is this possible? Is this real? And it broke my heart because I can tell that there are so many people. It's like me with penny stocks. When I first bought oh, God. Yeah. Shot in the Gas, I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is I'm going to be a millionaire. As soon as those thoughts are creeping into your head, it's too late. The brain worms have already got you. And it, there's no, it's so funny. Yeah, it, it's not going to $100,000 a share. That's absolutely asinine. It's not getting to $200 a share. It's not going to happen. And if you're sitting there holding the bag, so to speak, holding AMC, you might want to consider, just reconsider. Have a plan. Do not, do not give up your precious mental capital holding on to something that is just a suck on you day in and day out. Just like, oh, where every downtick is death and every uptick is like, oh, it's relief. You're now in a toxic relationship and you need to cut ties. You deserve better. Ben, the relation, the stock psychiatrist. You know what stock? I've been looking at the chart for uh, what Peloton because oh, I'm yeah. sure you've heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those that don't know, I hate to bring up and just like that twice, which is the Sex in the City reboot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Spoiler again. Yeah. Spoiler. It doesn't fucking matter. But sure. big rides a Peloton. Big and, is Sarah Jessica Parker's husband. Yeah, uh, and he fucking has beefs it after he has a heart attack. And, he beefs uh, it. <laughs> uh, Peloton shares fell like 16% or something like that after yeah. the episode aired. And then they, they came out, they really quickly, probably immediately contacted him and did an ad with right. him where they break the fourth wall and he says like, I'm not dead, I love my Peloton, and he's riding the damn thing. Yeah. We're also stupid. We all just like see a show and go, oh, boo, that must be bad. <laughs> and then they're like, let's just give these idiots an Instagram commercial. We're like, good, I want it now again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but well. also, so it made me look at their chart for the, they've been fucking tanking for a while. I didn't know. I think the pandemic was quite good for their business. Well, also growth stocks. Peloton was a growth stock and was given generous uh, valuation. <clears throat> based on that and yeah when 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 the real numbers start to come out and they don't live up to expectations even if they're not even if they're close to expectations if they're not just record breaking quarter after quarter the stock's going to get reassessed and valued properly which is nice and that's what happens with a lot of these growth stocks when the air starts to come out you see the names like zoom you see the names like peloton uh like what's another one uh, Roku, they start to kind of drift back to to sanity levels. We're at the hour and five. We I mean, we got time. We, speaking of um, speaking of, of stupid shit happening and yeah, and just bumming you out this yeah. episode. Uh, Jeffy B, Jeffy B, Jeffy kisses Jeff Bezos. Celebrated Michael Strahan. He's that football player with the gap tooth. That's him. He went to space. I think now he's be known as a TV personality. Yeah, he's now. Yeah, so Jeff Bezos is celebrating another successful flight to almost space. And uh, meanwhile, I think the day before, six employees died in, a, in an Amazon fulfillment center or warehouse after a tornado ripped through the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, it's devastating. It's very dystopian. Even though he's, he's no longer, I don't even think he's working. He's like retired from Amazon. But still, buddy, you are the you are it's a, the. It's a pretty tone, tone deaf, deaf, like to be celebrating your space flight after. Yeah, it's gross, and it's just completely, um, you know. I can't think of the fucking word. It, I'll try. It's completely uh gross, <laughs> and it just it's no. It's completely illustrative though of the gap. Between, you know, when we're talking about His wealth thighs? gap and, no, the between <laughs> workers and CEOs, it's like. 
I said, buddy, I can't stop. I can't stop every point I'm trying to make and go, yeah, no, nice. You don't want to ponder Jeff Bezos' thigh gap? (laughs) No, the gap between workers and CEOs, it's just absolutely wild. And I mean, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a pretty disgusting place. There was also the Mayfield Candle Factory, I think, in Kentucky. Kentucky. I think it was at least eight workers now who have died. Uh, yeah, there know. was. And these workers asked to go shelter at home, mm-hmm. and they were told that. The tra- Amazon workers. Yeah, yeah and, they were told. And Mayfield, and Mayfield Candle. Uh, you know, we have this. I'm sure you guys have seen this by now. It went viral on online, but one of the people who died at the Amazon facility, it's a heartbreaking messages between i think him and his wife or his partner um he says well i will be home after the storm and she says what do you mean And he says amazon won't let us leave and she goes all it's doing here is lightning and she says so what are you doing i hope everything is okay i love you and she never got an answer back and he died yep in this tornado um but it's fucking heartbreaking i mean it's uh yeah i don't know it just when people complain about us talking about the billionaires it feels yeah. like this what? is this is what we're railing against. They're going to be okay. I, yeah, I they're going to be you. just fine. Shut the fuck up. And I I'll wish I what, had the button. Times, uh, times person of the year. I mean, he's no angel when it comes to this stuff. You can look up his. You know, I think he is more. No, no. Elon Musk is perfect. He's a godman. <laughs> but his 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 Tesla factories have more. I think more OSHA violations than the next like ten fucking automakers and stuff. Who cares? He's epic. He is fucking epic. He's so epic. Did you see, have you seen him when he, don't you, uh, when Elon, do do you, have you seen the memes that he posts? It's so funny. Wait, also, I just, I I said, I I don't want to talk about him anymore, Uh but like the one thing I read the time magazine and the financial times also named him their person of the year. And I was reading through and the thing that pisses me off the most is that they talk about his work ethic and he loves it. He's like, I work 80, 90 hours a week. I sleep in the, I sleep in the factory, blah, blah. And I'm like, bullshit. You're on Twitter constantly. And as someone yes. who's addicted to Twitter, you can't get fucking anything done. You can't done. get anything not, done. He tweets way more than me. Like, I fucking barely do it and it still consumes me. He's like up to date on every fucking meme. He's not doing Anytime shit. he's mentioned, he's, yeah, he's full of shit. No, no, yeah, I'd rather he's not. He's not. He's not. He's he's crypto daddy. He's right. Bitcoin All right, daddy. We're done taunting the muskheads. We're sorry. We're we gonna, love him. We're gonna, I love him. We're doing our best to not talk about he's him. He's handsome too. Also, we're losing. This is what he wants. He wants people to fucking like. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> so a couple things. If he didn't get time person of the year, and instead it was the Rivian CEO or. Ford CEO or any anyone who he dislikes or disagrees with, he would probably take to Twitter to say oh. something like, "Who cares about Time Person of the Year?" Oh yeah. Uh, actually, in fact, what publication? I actually forgot. Oh, what year is it? Nineteen ninety-eight. He would he would trash it as being totally irrelevant and and not important and. Even though I'm pretty sure the owner of Time Magazine is an investor in SpaceX. Oh, yeah. The owner of Time Magazine is a large investor. What's his name? The guy? uh, Mark Ribble. No, that's the music guy on YouTube. Mark Lob. Mark Benioff. Yeah. Mark Benioff, the guy who founded LinkedIn, invested in SpaceX. Anyway, I think that's, I think that about wraps it up for the, for the day. Yeah, we're sorry. This one was kind of a sad one. A lot of no, it's okay. We, we, you, we Ben added farts in to make it happy that uh, you know we are fart one and fart two. <laughs> we are telling you that every politician actively hates you and wants you to die. Fart one and fart two, <laughs> baby. They want you dead. Don't let them. Thanks right. a lot for watching. Remember, leave a comment, smash like. the like button, upgrade up. Uh, uh, hmm. I I think I'm having an aneurysm. And we like nice comments, not mean ones. Not mean ones. I love you. Be good. Oh, and look out for those. If you leave a five star on Spotify or iTunes, look out for those kisses. Me and Ben are coming in. Oh, yeah, we're coming. You better leave those doors We're putting unlocked. chapstick on. We're going to have the softest yeah. little lips for your foreheads. Big, wet, juicy ones. <laughs> Bye.